Hello and welcome to the show. The show. We're on, uh, we're on our sort of, uh, uh, what's the word? Inconsistent <laughs> schedule this summer. Well, well it's the we'll summer has landed here and yeah. Seattle's really, really beautiful. It is. I know we're burning the candle at both ends. Yeah, pretty much. All, all ends possible. Yeah. The candle's being burned at. Yep. The hustle and bustle of a nice summer season. Mm. Followed with the oppressive heat of a nice summer season. Yes, the oppressive 85 degree heat. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody living in Seattle listening to this knows how god awful it is. Everybody else in the world is just like get over suckers it. for like, not being here because it's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like 100 miles away, it's 110 degrees, and the asparagus is incredible. We always seem to find a way to complain about something. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, there's a woman on the bus, and I love quoting her every year because yeah. she was on the bus, and she said, I've been waiting all year to complain about this heat. <laughs> I got a friend from California. Every time I complain about the heat, he's so hilarious. He's like, "We'll take off the flannel. <laughs> <laughs> well, take your socks off because wear your Birkenstocks normally." Right. Yeah. Um, Anyways, it's the Yemen episode. <laughs> so, back in January, as we have mentioned, uh, and we've done an episode. Did we do an episode on this? We probably did. Um, well, I had the story with Mokhtar. Yep. Is that in January? Magazine issue. That was the January magazine issue. Wow. It's been it's been a while. Um, That's and incredible. you know, I had a lot of back and forth with him. You know, there's plenty of stories on on that as he was in yep. battle and I was in my pajamas. It's one of my most favorite <laughs> articles. I'll say it's my most favorite article that um, you've written for the magazine. Oh, I didn't write that. Or that was published. That was published in your magazine. Yes, thank you. Um, yeah, that that was that was a truly unique story, and um, we've been looking forward. I mean, we were looking forward for months to, to trying the Yemen coffee. Of mm-hmm. course, uh, SCAA came around, and Mokhtar and his colleagues were able to make it to the show, yep. and they showcased uh, some of the most unique coffees that I've ever had in yeah. my life. Um, and one of them in particular. There happened to be bags of, and you jumped on that. Yeah, it was it was definitely. I mean, the coffee was so good, and the people were so nice, and the story, both before just the story of the agriculture, the growing in Yemen, but also then the amazing story of how they got their samples out of the country. Sort of intoxicating. I mean, the whole event it was beautiful, and bought one bag without considering. Much else other than that, this was absolutely amazing coffee and totally yeah, being yeah. enthralled. It's just like, no, I'm gonna De- give that girl my phone number no matter what. I don't care how it turns <laughs> out. Like I'm in there. Yeah, De- um, definitely, it's definitely a step up in coffee. It's remarkable. Definitely, I mean, the yeah. story itself is worth the price, but the the coffee is is outstanding. I mean, there's oh, yeah. something that's absolutely unique about Yemen, and I think. The same is with Ethiopian coffees as well, but Yemen is lately in the last decades have has had such a struggle with socially with keeping their coffee consistent, and with theft and with the skill levels and the water availability and all the other pressures that. Well, as as Mokhtar explains in the story, uh, they went through a couple generations of just forgetting how to really grow the coffee. There wasn't a demand for it, and the people there now, most of them have never had their own coffee. Right. Much less. You know, I mean, their own coffee properly processed, right? Um, because they, it just for a while it would all get bunched together and right. got sold and, and bunched out. to Saudi Arabia. That's pretty right. much where it all went. Well, and Eddie, 
I don't know if you've talked to him or our Turkish metal worker next door okay. here. He uh, he's from Turkey. He's from Istanbul, and he has wonderful stories and knows some poems about Yemen, Yemeni coffee because mm. it's just outstanding and known right. in that region. Um, it's really hard to get. I mean, the coffee is difficult, so we rarely get it. Right. Uh, last year, uh, Velton had that Yemen that was pretty That's outstanding. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, it's crazy, especially when we were cupping it. It was one of those experiences where the second you ground the coffee, it was just, you just knew right from the get-go yeah. this was going to be a completely new and unique experience to what you may have been accustomed to right. in cupping coffee. Well, and yeah. Just transports you to another another. Dimension. And we were expecting that. I mean, for other right. people that have never tried a coffee like this, right. it's... it's yeah. It's completely it's different diff- experience. It's not even a cup of coffee at that point. You almost just need to not so tell them what like it is. You're indulging in part of the story itself. Right. And you can taste that. that. I, w- I was pleased to find this morning, actually, I, I brewed some this morning, and I mm-hmm. had some for a little bit. Uh, and uh, I sat down, and I took a sip, and I was just like, wow. And then I stopped for a second, and I was like, goodness, the coffee just made me go, wow. Right. In my own house. I can't alone. even wrap words around it. I know. <laughs> like... And I was, I'm so pleased that, that there is coffee that still makes me do that. Yep. Oh, it yeah. destroys our quality control. Because <laughs> I roasted that first up on Friday, that one pound sample that we had. And yeah. all that, I had like nine cups of coffee before Monday here. And, and they were all Yemen. I, I bought... In every brew method. Just well, I, I bought a couple sample bags. And per my routine for Monday or Tuesday, I always stop at Jensen's Smokehouse. And they, they make this 22 years experience of just smoking salmon all kinds of fish mm-hmm. and they do such a phenomenal job and showing off that bag and having these two guys who primarily just work in a completely different industry and a completely different mindset smelling this coffee and one of them was just immediately like this smells like strawberries mm-hmm. and I'm like that you know and for us who've been working with this coffee that being one of the primary flavor notes and traits that we've mapped out I'm just like that is amazing I've said nothing about this to you all I've said is smell this mm-hmm. it smells wonderful and that was his immediate reaction it's just phenomenal that this coffee can do that just yep. amazing like it is so distinct so yeah I'm, I'm like super excited now for, for coffees like this just uh, this idea of finding these rare and unique coffees yeah, out right. there it's difficult. Well, what's really exciting is that we know these flavors exist. I mean, there's these heirloom varieties and these, you know, processing methods that are ancient, really. I mean, Yemen's been growing coffee for 1,200 years. You know, they have these routines down that make Yemeni coffee or Ethiopian coffee particularly special. But now we're having this whole new generation because these co- the, the ancient coffees are still available and still wowing us that now these farmers and these younger generation, I think in Central America and places like that, they're curious about what they can do with their coffees, knowing that there are ways to process some of these heirloom varieties that can really bring out these flavors. And there's ways you can manipulate the, you know, the atmosphere, the climate around the processing. Um, 90 plus is certainly doing that, but we're seeing a lot more with uh, Sam Cotto and, you know, some of the forced fermentation and these quick little processes Mm. that, I don't know, it's really interesting. So it's, it, it, Coffee like this, I mean, story from the story to the, the flavor just mm-hmm. drives a whole industry forward as far as what we can do with this crop. Yeah. Uh, once again, we find ourselves on the cusp of another era yeah. that yeah. is just going to change flavor and perception. Yep. That's the way I look at it. That, that's one well, of the great things about this industry. Sean, I'm pretty right? sure you have, like, you 
you are the fourth wave, right? Because you're going to start taking baths in specialty coffee. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Every morning. In the beans, yeah. Every morning. <laughs> going to make our line of uh, Yemen coffee soaps. I exfoliate mm-hmm. my and, skin uh, with ground coffee. <laughs> yep. It's I'm on my bath to have notes of strawberry. This podcast does not endorse this practice. It's amazing when people hug me like, oh, God, you yes, smell good. Yes, and my only do. response is, <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> you can call oh, me Mr. Priestdeep. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah we're not going to. This coffee is absolutely incredible. It's yeah. such a joy to have it. I feel so fortunate that our company it, has grown into a place where we have this kind of coffee. But to share it with with you oh. and have the story kind of going back and forth in oh, Coffee yeah. Lovers magazine. In the grand scheme of things, adding on to the story, you know, we're just right. another stepping stone in this coffee's mm-hmm. travel, you know, to find that one person. Exactly. Who's going to taste it, want to learn more about it, find out the, the complexity and the nuance and how deep and rich just just recently of what this coffee has gone through right. is amazing. And that's only going to lead into even a further richness. You know the deep history of Yemeni coffees and stuff, things like that. Right. It's it really is just this this tale that won't stop, and it's beautiful. So we have um we have a special special promotion type thing we're doing for this. But before we get into that, yeah, we're gonna share that with y'all listening. Um, when we first tried, so the the Yemen we tried today slightly different from last week. Um. A different profile. Different so profile. last week was the first full batch that we had tried, and we cupped that and tasted it. And mm-hmm. you know what I took away as a roaster and made some small adjustments on that profile. Mm-hmm. So in so in brewing this, um, you know, we always always try to explain the experience, and it's it's really hard to verbalize uh, what it's like. Um, I mean, I think the best we can do is, is kind of describe the flavors. Right, I mostly Even, just yell flavors. So the, the primary flavors that, I, that I've been using to describe this coffee, because I think, um, uh, you know, I wanted something that was, that was descriptive of the experience you could get, but also relatable, which is the most, the biggest challenge. Mm. Uh, like the, the, one, the one that has like been sticking in my head as, as most singularly accurate has been Rainier Cherry. And I don't know if that's just because I'm eating a ton of those right now, but not everyone's had Rainier Cherry. So the other flavors that I, I found in there, which I think uh, most people have had some experience with, are melon, peach, and strawberry. Obviously, yep. there's the strawberry. There's that some black tea. I mean, there's definitely some spices, I think, as well. Mm. There's, there's some cinnamon, for sure. Uh, a little bit of clove. I would mm. say some black currant. Um, I, uh, yeah, I would agree that actually all those descriptors are actually quite accurate. Coffee. Um, it also changes too, which right. which, oh, which is another oh, yeah. challenging. Because element. of this coffee, it kind of hit me that I almost am starting to write down my tasting notes in a different way when I'm really trying to get into a coffee because there's so many layers of complexity and flavors right. that you can sort of follow through that end up in that final taste and right. you know, 15 to 20 minutes out on the cupping bowl. Um, that are outstanding. I mean, it ended with like toffee, you know, like like I have Abba's Abba written down. <laughs> it's like this just peanut butter rich, but kind of. Hurt and nutty and right. you know, and that was after peach cobbler and right. watermelon and in the cup today I ran into that champagne again. Yeah. And that was that was a joy to discover. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd forgotten that tasting note from when we cupped the samples from um, La Colombe. 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 La Colombe. You know, the dragon. Right. Uh but I forgot about the tasting note of the champagne. Yeah. Uh, 
I, I it's going to hear too. that again. And then I ran into yeah. it, and I was like, oh! And it makes me happy, because that's the coffee that we sent out to some of the people that were at that cupping. Right. right. So, you know, it's always a little nerve-wracking charging. Right. Well, I Things that we charge for exquisite things I mean, that we like to drink. It's not It's not a regular coffee. This is special. It's absolutely uh, not, so, and we're totally... Yeah. It's totally reasonable. I mean, well, that, and that's something we're going to have to face, as specialty coffee gets more specialized and there's more coffees and more people wanting specialty coffee that's right. going to get more and more expensive period more effort let alone all the environmental impacts and stuff oh, like that yeah. they're just generally raising the cost of coffee to be honest i think the yemen is is underpriced considering the effort that has gone into it and oh, the yeah. loss that they've experienced and all that sort of thing um but uh it's hard it's hard I mean, yeah it is I, you know in a condo we don't like to just raise prices for the fact of that we can you know i mean yeah. it's really about right. you know if i know it, this coffee is so expensive that most people aren't going to buy it but we do have smaller bags portions mm -hmm. available so at least they can take a cup home here right. right because the whole point of not the whole point but a big point of our company is that you know we want people to taste all this amazing coffee right. you know they, they were conduits for it we can't just right. overprice it so that regular coffee lovers can't afford it right, right. And so that's what's fun is this coffee just mm. i don't even know where to start I was talking to a guy at Milstead, a friend of mine that I ran into there this morning. And right. He was like, well, tell me about it. It was like... <laughs> yeah, I, pri pricing pricing of coffee, I mean, that's a whole another uh, topic in and of itself, but I, I like, um, I really love what 90 Plus is doing. I mean, this is a totally different subject from the Yemen, but uh, if you look at their Maker Series, for mm -hmm. example, which it is like really uh, expensive coffee, but they have, like, the Maker Series is the barista going to the farm to manufacture their own processing method right. entirely themselves. Right. There's, I mean, that's a huge amount of, of right. time and labor and, like, specialized everything that goes into that. On top of it being already an amazing, like, geisha or whatever. Right. Right. Uh, so, I mean, you have to... You have to charge. Did I tell you I bought a bag of the Nikisei? Yeah, you did. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Woo! The Nikisei is, uh, that's that's one of their uh, Ethiopian yep. um, coffees, right? Yeah. 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 The Nikisei and, fun. um, what's the other one? Can't remember. Jira. Uh, huh? See, Lichello is Geisha. Juliet is, is Juliet Geisha or is Juliet the other Ethiopia? Juliet's another Ethiopian. Okay. Yep. So it's Juliet and Nikisei that's the Ethiopian. Anyway, sidebar on Tiny Plus, because they're one of the rare special coffee producers out there. Um, but so, yeah, we have the Yemen, um, and the promotion we're putting together, we're uh, selling 20 bags, 20 bags only, 20 right. one-pound bags. And that's literally pretty much all we have left. Yeah, that's mean, all so there is. It's, this is an exclusive thing. That we it don't is. have a lot of this, this isn't. This isn't like a fake... Nope. Uh, scarcity thing. It's Literally, like, there's there 20 is, bags. Right. Um, at $49 each. Yep. And that is going to be... that includes shipping. Yeah, that so, includes shipping. you know, it's a discount if you're... Uh, I don't know. It's a good price. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's 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 an experience you've never had before. So, if you want to have an amazing experience with coffee, dive in. Right. I mean, um, they're really... Yeah, this is it. There's hardly anybody else that has this coffee. And the place to go for this promotion is coffeeloversmag.com slash Yemen. Slash Yemen. Slash Yemen. Uh, yeah, man. We'll be presenting this to a select group from uh, my readers of the magazine as well. Cool. Uh, so there will be a number of people viewing this. Um, the 20 bags are going to go. Um, get it while you can. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's the Yemen. Because we're Yemen. Is we're Yemen. We're I should have figured out Yemen. We should write that out. Because we're Yemen. We're Yemen. We're Yemen. We're Yemen. We're Yemen. We're Yemen. Uh, so I'll put that in the show notes. <laughs> Check out the. <laughs> oh. Check out, go grab. Go grab some Yemen. Go grab a bag of Yemen. And by it. grab a bag, you mean go online to coffeeloversmag.com/slash/yemen. Yep. Y e m e n. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and get a bag. And pre-order a bag. It's really it's outstanding, and we're only gonna have it for a couple more weeks. I think. Yeah, we, we roast after you order because we want to I want it to be absolutely perfect. Yep. Uh, it's roasted the Monday after you order, shipped the Tuesday, and um, you'll get it the Thursday or Friday. Most uh, likely by Thursday. Yeah. Um, and that's perfect brewing time. We're finding three, four days out. You right. start getting that nice black tea, and you get the real tart edge on it. And then a couple more days after that, it mellows out, and you get that you know the rich fruit and some oh, yeah. of the nice you know cobbler and some of the, the delicious sugary body absolutely it is an experience to be we need a ticker for how many descriptive words we can have for this coffee because i don't think you could have too many i know but i want to know how many we have it's sort of like finding how many digits are in pie i'm up to (laughs) i'm up to 13 trillion descriptors for yemen that's about a think tank to this right Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah and um we're also going to be experimenting further uh, with uh, in the future with some more rare and interesting coffees. Yeah. Um, so stay tuned. We'll be doing some exciting stuff. Delicious. Delicious. Everything's everything we do is delicious. It is. Strawberries. Strawberries. Melon. 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 Black tea. Ooh. I like the in the second batch. There's a goat little cheese. bit of a goat cheese. <laughs> well, one of the I'm ending it on strawberries. <laughs>